Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. foremost, I am more of a talker than I am a writer. So I was going to kind of write a statement and prepare a statement and I wrote three or four things and nothing really 
um, nothing really came out, I guess, I guess like the full picture that I wanted it to. So yes, if you're listening to this podcast episode, you know, I heard the news about Kane's passing, um, this past weekend. Um, I was like everybody, you know, just like shocked and, um, processing the whole thing thinking about different feelings and emotions. Um, and, you know, first and foremost, the, the biggest thing that came up for me is just how sad I am for his daughters. You know, I, I had, I think everybody knows this that's followed me for a long time from the Kane show. And just to kind of reset, because I know I have a lot of new listeners. So some people may be clicking on this and wondering what this is all about. But I got my start and my name and, and a big following that people still follow me all these years later, because I've left the Kane show almost eight years ago, um, from the Kane, this show called The Kane Show, which was a radio morning show syndicated uh, by iHeartRadio. It was Clear Channel at the time, then it became iHeartRadio. And it start, the show started out, it was Kane, Sammy, myself, and Eric, our producer. So it was all, it was like a top 40 morning show. And um, I've said this before and, and told this story, you know, it, when we all got together, it was totally magic. We like had this amazing chemistry. And honestly, we, we did hours of show prep, but we didn't really need to because we were like four friends having a conversation. We were all like in different stages of our lives. Anyway, the show took off. It became number one. It was syndicated in multiple markets across the country, including at one point on Sirius XM. So we had, you know, thousands of fans and listeners. And in the DC region, you could say we were all celebrities, you know, local celebrities. And every time you go out, you know, people wanted to party with all of us and all those good things that come with celebrity. So if you're wondering the background, that's kind of the background. And and from that syndication, I ended up, you know, leaving the Kane show seven or eight years ago, went to 107.3 briefly because Mel, um, I can't remember, maybe year three, I was with the Kane show, Mel joined. Mel and I became really good friends, and, and obviously Mel was really well-known, synonymous on the show. So we ended up doing this morning show in 2014, I think, uh, to 2015 called Sarah Ty and Mel on DC's 107.3. Came back briefly and then realized, which is, I've always stood by this, one of the main reasons I left the Kane show was I have always... I want to be a talk show host. I'm going to be a talk show host. I'm going to force myself to be a comedian. Like, I I love making people laugh. I love doing interviews. Like, that's always been my dream. And I knew if I wanted to do that, I had to, um, you know, I had to find my voice. I had to leave. It was always going to be the Kane show. I had to start my own, my own um, thing. So when, that's just a little bit of a background. And I started the podcast, as you guys know, you know, the Sarah Fraser show. So the first thing when I heard about this, after resetting and giving you some background is, you know, I I just like my heart totally broke for his girls. I don't know their ages anymore. Um, but I did lose my dad when I was like 14, almost 15. And, you know, when you lose a parent, a lot of you listening to this have lost a parent at all ages, but when you lose a parent and you're young and you don't know how to process grief and trauma, it's, it's so traumatic. It, it, there's such a hole in your being, you know, and my brother and I've probably spent 10 years after my dad died, just trying to work through all that sadness. So for me, I just felt so bad for them. Like, like, you know, how sad they're so young and, you know, those memories fade quickly. So and his family, you know, heartbroken. I remember he had a sister and his parents. So I'm, you know, really sad about that. And I'm just thinking about them and tons of thoughts and prayers. And, you know, I, I, I've been honest and open 
for many years about my experiences there. And there were certainly some good ones and there were some bad ones. And some of those bad ones I've talked about, you can do the deep dive, you can do all that. Um, I've talked about a lot, um, or, you know, contributed to why I left. And I, I did finally leave. And, um, you know, it was very toxic working together towards the end. And, um, you know, it led me into therapy. I got into therapy and that's kind of how I found my mindful eating therapist. And from meeting Robin and doing a lot of work on myself and, you know, thinking back, it really, um, you know, so much of my life, um, you know, I learned great lessons from that time on the Kane show, good and bad. And I take those lessons with me today. And I learned a lot about show business. I learned a lot about chemistry. I learned a lot about work ethic. And Kane was a very talented radio personality in that regard. And so I take those lessons with me. I, um, you know, I'm still processing things like everybody else. I think it's just, it's so sad. You know, it's so sad. I hadn't spoken to him in years. So I know a lot of people, a lot of news outlets and stuff have contacted me for comment and thoughts. And, you know, I really, you know, in a way, it's it's um, somebody I really didn't know anymore. Um, all I can reflect on is the time that I had there. And like I've said, you know, there were really funny moments. And, and I think about a year ago was when the Kane show ended I, I have no idea the story. I don't know if he got fired or what was this, what, what the story was. So when he came off air, um, I did, you know, a lot of people, we, I was doing live shows and a lot of people tuned into the live show and wanted me to talk about it. And I said, you know, look, I, I don't have any um, hard feelings anymore. And it's true. Like, I don't. I, I had a lot of anger and resentment. Um, and I, you know, wallowed in that for a long time. And, um but I, I don't feel that way anymore. I, I just, I feel like my life has kind of gone in a different direction. And like I said, I've, I've learned so many great things and, um, that experience there, I, you know, I was fortunate to make quite a bit of money and I could start my own podcast. So I, I look at it now as the good. Um, but also of course, you know, I like the saying that I think Oprah always says, which is you can forgive and you don't forget. And I think, you know, that's, that's always a, a, an important thing and lesson to learn in life too. So, you know, I know a lot of people have asked me for comment and, and that's really how I feel. I'm heartbroken for them. Um, it's going to be a long journey and, um, you know, I, I, hopefully he's found peace wherever, wherever that is. So yeah, there's my thoughts. Got to thank a couple of our sponsors. You guys know the best way to support this show, support me, our producer, our awesome videographer and editor is to frequent our sponsors and to download and review this show. You guys are awesome. Curio by Fifth in Maine is an amazing online store. I actually just got my um, peel and stick wallpaper. It is so easy and adorable and I cannot wait to reveal it for my son's little nursery wall. We live in a one bedroom, so he's not really getting his own nursery room. He's getting like a wall area. Okay. Um, anyway, it's been so simple. Shimano is going to put it up. I can't wait to see Shimano try and use some tools, but here we go. I love supporting small businesses and they're all about little luxuries, eco-friendly and ethically sourced items. Go check out CurioByFifthInMaine.com. That's their website, or you can follow them on Instagram at CurioByFifthInMaine. Um, if you love taking care of your body, your home, your planet, everything is made when it comes to their skincare products in small batches, as well as their candles. Um, 
And even their peel and stick wallpaper. And I love Heather who owns it. It's a female owned business in Northern Virginia. And she's really awesome. She will work with you if you have like various wallpaper ideas that you want maybe for your office. Or if you're redoing like a baby's room, she can create anything. She's amazing and so talented. It's Curio by Fifth and Main.com. Also, my friend Ed Ball is a top landscape architecture. Spring is right around the corner. Are you thinking about maybe your patio needs like a little upgrade, your lawn? Maybe you're wondering what shrub would look fabulous. Well, Ed Ball is an expert in Northern Virginia. So he works in Reston, Great Falls, Arlington, and beyond. If you live in Springfield or Stafford, anywhere, he is your guy. He's a fabulous landscape architect, and you can follow him on Instagram. It's Ed Ball at It's Ed Ball, or you can go to his website, landscapearchitectnorthernvirginia.com. You can do video consultations with him through COVID. He's doing everything safely. Or um, you can meet in person too once the weather is getting better and better. So check out Ed Ball. We absolutely love the landscape architecture. You can follow him on Instagram to see his work. It's Ed Ball. You guys know, first of all, I love some tea. Mmm. I love some tea. I love some gossip. And the other thing I love is my Oprah. I adore Oprah Winfrey. I don't care. I know people are going to come on here. They're going to have all kinds of feelings about Lady O. Uh, People are very upset. She did that leaving Neverland about Michael Jackson and his accusers. I don't care, y'all. She is spiritually woke. I love me some Lady O. So everyone has been talking for the past week of Meghan Markle and Prince Harry sitting down with Oprah for a tell-all. Now... I, I actually don't really care about the royal family, to be to be quite frank with you, and I care less after I give you this review. I have never been more roped in to marketing. Okay, if there's a sign that marketing works, it was for this goddamn interview. Leading up to this, I have never been more roped in. I could care less. At first, I was like, I'm not going to watch this. And then as all the, it kept trending and trending on Twitter. And I said, I have to tune in on Sunday night. Two-hour tell-all on CBS where Oprah sat down for an exclusive. From the top, Meghan Markle, Prince Harry said they're not being paid. They they are not getting anything out of this. They just want to tell their side of the story. All right, I'm looped in. I'm sucked in, okay? First, let me tell you why I'm not interested in the royal family. I think it's an antiquated thing. I think, uh, you know, the royal family, as we're going to learn, old school, inbred, racist. They're a business. They don't. And of course, my uncle, Tony, who was a principal for years, hated the royal family when we went to England. Always felt like, you know, they treated the Irish like shit. They're just... He had nothing good to say. He he didn't even want to go anywhere near Kensington Palace. So I have never really been into the royals, quite frankly. I was into Diana. She was fabulous. And lots of, I guess, moments of Diana are brought up in this interview. Okay, so here's what I'm going to cover because there's so much to break down. There were some shocking revelations, including Meghan Markle admitted to Oprah that she was suicidal five months pregnant. I will also tell you the two instances, I, I thought they were both very sincere. I will tell you the two instances where I do think Meghan Markle was either full of shit or totally naive. I'll tell you about that. Uh, Piers Morgan, we're going to get into getting absolute backlash, which he should. And I'll tell you why Piers Morgan is completely in the pocket of the royal family. That was revealed. We'll talk about Bethany Frankel, Real Housewives of New York, her tweet, and now she's got backlash and she's apologized. So I'll give you my thoughts on that. We learned, of course, the sex of their baby. They're going to have a little girl. So they have a little boy, a little girl. And I will tell you my thoughts on how I'm not a body language expert, but I should be. You know, I mean, I've I've interviewed enough people to know when people are uncomfortable and when their gaze kind of looks away. I'll also tell you about the moments that I think Harry was a little uncomfortable and the parts that kind of bothered me. All right. uh, 
again, glued. I don't think there was, I don't think there has been a revealing interview like this since, oh my God, Alyssa, my producer, maybe you got to Google. I'm trying to think of who, oh, oh, maybe Lance Armstrong. Maybe when Lance Armstrong admitted to doping with Oprah, that was like the last big one. I'm trying to think of another one where, where someone had like a massive scandal and then came forward and admitted it. Or Okay, I can't remember. Anyhow, I haven't had tea like this in such a long time. It was so good. And Oprah is such a class act. And my favorite new line is, were you silent or silenced? Okay, she kept asking that. And they ran that promo over and over and I fucking was sucked in. All right, so here's, you know, the, the first big bombshells that come out. And, and the other one, of course, I'm not surprised at all about this, um, is the one where uh, Megan says that there was a discussion within the royal family, the firm, because I couldn't decipher. They kept saying the firm versus the royal family. Well, what the fuck? Aren't they the same thing? Or is the firm their PR? People were messaging me on my IG saying, no, the firm is the royal family. It's members. Of, it's certain members of the royal family that make decisions. But apparently it isn't the queen or Prince Philip. <sighs> okay. So anyway, somebody within the firm had a conversation with them about that they are surprised uh, or they wanted to know what the color of the skin potentially be, w- would be for the baby. Yikes. Um, Am I surprised at that? No, not at all. Are you kidding? I mean, this is like the whitest family we've ever seen. You know, in England, uh, uh, who, let's see, uh, you know, the English colonized how many nations? Uh, Anyhow, I wasn't shocked at all. Um, So, but I will say this, the the part, these are the two parts. I told you that I, I would reveal the two parts that I didn't think Megan was sincere. I have complete empathy for her. And I do believe after watching this interview, the only way they were going to survive and not end up like Diana for sure is coming to the United States. I think that was the best move. I don't criticize them for that. I don't think there was any like strategic Megxit. Um, I think that they realized how toxic it was going to be. And let me just tell you guys, girl, they... They saw her coming and they got, they were going to eat her ass alive, alive. I found it to be very shocking that she revealed to Oprah that she had done very little research about the royal family. And Oprah said, you didn't even Google him? I didn't believe that part. She said, no, I didn't really Google him. I had no idea. And the royal family told me they would protect me and I believed it. If you have followed the royals in the tabloids, they destroyed Diana, destroyed her, Okay. This, what they described last night in their interview was like Game of Thrones, Littlefinger shit. People pitting each other against each other within the royal family, which you know they do. Them being in bed with the press. Harry even admitted, and I thought this was, I thought this was even like the biggest bombshell of all, that the royal family essentially has deals with the tabloids, which P.S. is what the Kardashians have done, which is why you will always, as long as there are deals made, you will see People, Daily Mail, Us Weekly, you will see certain publications always cover the Kardashians when they are doing nothing but, you know, blow drying the hairs on their ass. They have arrangements, and so do these guys. In fact, the royal family hosts tabloids like the Daily Mail, the Sun. Every single year, they come and they they schmooze, and the royal family is only kept going because no one gives two fucks about them. They're shoved down our throats all the time. They're basically like a gift shop at Disney World, and the press is like their Disney fan club, and they the two have to have each other or they don't have anything. That was the bombshell for me. I'm like, damn, that's the first time a royal has ever said that. And Harry said that basically Prince William and his father are trapped 
And I agree. They're trapped in that cycle. They're addicted to the press. They make their money that way because they sell all kinds of tchotchkes when you go to England. I mean, the hell with that. I am done. I am not buying one Camilla and, you know, uh, Prince Charles teacup ever again. Fuck that noise. Big revelation for me. Big. So once I, once I got that context, I was like, okay, Megan, Megan had no idea what she was in for. None. Now I have to say, I, I, that's just the part I didn't find sincere. I think that she loved all the ideas of being a princess. She even gave this kind of cheesy quote to Oprah at one point. She was like, you know, I was home. I couldn't leave the house. I started watching Little Mermaid and I realized that was my life. And uh, she was silenced. And then at the end, she gets her voice back. And Oprah's like, yeah, she gets her voice back. I'm like, okay, bitch. I'm with you here. I, I support you. I know that they had it out for you. I know they don't like black people. But spare me the fucking aerial, you know, um, analogy. Okay. And you got to do your homework. I don't know if your husband failed you. I don't know if you failed yourself. I don't know. But for God's sakes, you're marrying into a business, okay? A corporate business. So you didn't have any hesitation and think, okay, shit, they're not going to really be real. And by the way, they're going to protect Kate Middleton because Kate Middleton has been bred for this job. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's Kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. 
Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. That's the, those, so those were the two parts where I was like, okay, girl, you've lost me. I don't believe it. I think you want it. You're, I think you're in love with him for sure. I think he's in love with you. I think you wanted all the love. You wanted all the attention in the trap. As I would. I'm a complete fucking narcissist too. And I mean, please, I want to be a princess. I mean, look at me. I'm eight months pregnant. You know, 175 pounds. I mean, make me a prince. Make me a star. I wanted to. I completely get where you're coming from. But I do not believe. Or if you didn't do your due diligence... A little bit, you got to take accountability for that because, I mean, you should have asked around and knew how hard it was going to be in this family. Um, The other thing I didn't quite buy, they really protect the queen at all costs. I don't believe that the queen is innocent in this whole thing. The queen is the fucking queen. If she wanted to put a stop to the fake tabloid story, she would. But the fake tabloid stories keep feeding the machine. They feed the beast and they make Prince William, who's going to be king, And Kate Middleton, who will be queen, look a lot better, which is what they do. We hear that Kate Middleton ended up making um, Meghan cry before the wedding. Weddings are always dramatic. Let me tell you, I got hammered with my in front of my mother-in-law. Basically, gave her a lap dance like a month before the wedding. I couldn't even believe Schman still married me, but he did. So weddings are, you know, they're they're very highly emotional. Shit happens like between families. Okay, so she, but Meghan says she forgives Kate move on, you know? So I, but I think, you know, I I don't, I think Prince Harry, I think Prince William, I think Kate, they probably fed stories about Meghan for sure. They didn't like her because she was a woman of color and she's American. They don't fucking like Americans. Okay. They say they do. Of course they need us for allyship, but they don't. And Kate Middleton is the perfect example. I mean, private school bred. She's, she's bred for the job. She's boring. Look at her. I mean, I'm sure she's lovely if you're into tea crumpets and that goddamn curtsy that you have to learn how to do, okay? But I've always wondered why Kate was bland and boring. Well, because that's the role of the royal family. You turn your life over to them. Your keys, your passport, we learn the whole thing. So 
that was it. That was big. The suicide thing was big. I can understand why she was suicidal because, I mean, who would want to live that life? It was so, look at Diana. Diana ended up dying basically from living out this craziness of like the press and everything. But they feed the press. They feed the press. So I will say that. I also said that I was going to reveal I'm not a body um, reading expert, body language reading expert. But Harry, to me, seemed very uncomfortable at points in this. One was he won't reveal who had the conversation, which, by the way, we all know it was probably his father, Prince Charles, Camilla, and Prince William. Um, that's just my alleged, alleged speculation. He will not reveal who it was. I thought that was classy because look, at the end of the day, they are your family. And you know, everybody listening to this, I mean, everybody has racist family members. You, you like love them, but you also know that they're problematic. He wouldn't reveal who that person was. They said it wasn't the queen and it wasn't the king. Oprah ended up revealing that, um, the next day on CBS. Okay. I did think this, the part that gives me some pause for them, because I want them to make it. I really like these two together. I love them. They need the money. I'm pitching my fucking podcast to them because they need the cash. All they've got is what Diana gave him. They don't have a cent more because they were cut off. No security. And this is basically because Archie's like part, you know, part person of color. I'm like, terrific. I've got some ideas. I'm going to pitch them to them. I want these two to make it. But I did think Harry was not completely comfortable with essentially talking about his family and I think the relationship is clearly strained between he and his brother, and they've been very close. And that part worries me because I think, I hope Megan, and maybe I'm reading all wrong. Maybe I'm reading all wrong. But I want Harry and Will, even if Kate decides not to have a relationship with them, they're brothers. And I never like to see a family rift where... um brothers are torn apart or brothers and sisters because life is short. You never know what's going to happen. And I felt like there was tension there that Harry wasn't comfortable with. And my issue a little bit, now they say they're in therapy, which is a good thing because I've seen this in families. My issue a little bit is, you know, Megan's already come from a family where they don't speak to each other. You know, the dad's obviously turned on her, her stepsister. So she's sort of used to that dysfunction. William and Harry, we've always seen as being very close. And I, I hate to see them lose that. Um, you know, I wasn't shocked on the racism allegations. I wasn't shocked on the color comment. Um, I, you know, like I said, the only reason they were going to survive here for sure is to sur- survive to move here. Um, and, you know, I think everybody, right? You watch that interview and you're like, There's, they could say so much more than they're saying. I believed them. I believed them. I like them. I don't hold anything against Meghan Markle. Like I said, I think she genuinely loves um, Harry. I think they have a great, you know, they seem to have a good chemistry. I hope they can make it. They have a lot of scrutiny that the rest of us don't. Um, I thought she handled it really well. She was very, like, cool under pressure. She, I, I thought she, I have to say, I thought she was really great. Those were the two parts I didn't really believe. I, I didn't fully believe the naivety, you know, of going into the situation. Now, Let's bring up Piers Morgan, who's continued to trend for two days. Piers Morgan defending the royal family. Um, Alyssa, do we have the clip? It's it's a clip that he's arguing with a doctor, with a female doctor, about basically Meghan Markle. Let's see if we can hear a little snippet about it. And I'll tell you my thoughts on why Piers Morgan is 100% defending the royal family. It was so 
obvious in the interview last night, 110%. All right, and one last mention for our sponsors. Actually, we're getting ready to, right now, offering brand new sponsorship packages. Want to be on my IG story to almost my 24,000 or 25,000 Instagram followers, but you could be promoting yourself or your business. Have you got a podcast? You want to get the word out about it? Boom. Uh, I have packages starting as low as $350, which include podcast commercials and social media. Take advantage of the amazing Sarah Fraser Show network of awesome listeners and friends and longtime followers. Get the word out about your business today. Email the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com to find out more rates and how you can get started. So here's the clip of Piers Morgan, um, you know, on his, I don't know, whatever it is, Great Day DC, Great Day Britain, you know, Great Day Blow Me With Tea or whatever the show is. Okay. Here's a clip. He's arguing with a doctor that's on. Take a listen to this. I find what you're saying about the Queen absolutely disgraceful. You're in bed with the Queen, Piers. Title to your opinion, Sola. I find. Sorry, no, I'm allowed to respond to what you've just said. It's rooted. Listen, you might learn something. The royal family, as an institution, is rooted in colonialism, white supremacy, and racism. Told you. Legacies right there. So you are now surprised that a comment would have been made by several members of the royal family about how dark Archie is. It's not several is. members, actually. No, no. She's probably wrong on that part. All right. Harry and Meghan are we allowed to engage in any of this? Let me finish. Well, you're, you're not stopping. That Harry and Meghan have the dude. audacity to speak that truth than you should be at the actual outrage. Okay. It's very obvious to me. Piers Morgan is, he's part of the press. He was like, uh, he worked for the, he still works and, and writes articles for the Daily Mail. This man is wined and dined by the royal family and knows where his bread is butter, which is exactly what Harry said, which is why he's going to defend the fucking queen. Okay. So you don't need to, you don't even need to lose your knickers over that. All right. I can tell you right now, that's why. Uh, she's right, by the way. It's rooted in colonism and uh, colonialism and in racism. I actually do agree with Piers on the point. I don't think it was several members of the royal family. I think it was a couple members, but that's kind of just a slip gaff. The other person that was trending was Bethany Frankel all day yesterday after Bethany was like, boo-hoo, you know, you've got 70 hours, all this stuff. My friend, comedian Jessica Kirsten, who's been on this show, uh, tweeted out about her, and I loved, oh my God, I was like, my friend Jessica Kirsten is so savage. Um, Bethany, anyway, getting a ton of backlash. Like, fuck you, Bethany. Bethany has apologized to Meghan Markle, basically saying she didn't really uh, believe Meghan Markle. Here it was. The original tweet was, Cry me a river, the plight of being a game show host, fairly unknown actress, to suffering in a palace with tiaras and seven-figure weddings for two whole years, to being a household name with Oprah on speed dial, fetching $7 million for interviews, which, by the way, Oprah got $7 million, not Meghan and Harry. Hundreds of millions in media deals. That might be true for Megan and Harry. Um, anyway, she ended up apologizing. But Jessica Kirsten, our girl, wrote, I was the warm-up comic on your failed morning talk show, and you were a total bitch to me. For months, you never said hello, and you ordered me around like a dog. One day, I walked off set because I had had enough of your shit. Have a great day. Damn! I know that's true, too. So anyway, that's my thoughts, is I believe Jessica Kirsten... You guys, I am addicted to drama like that. And it was juicy, juicy tea. I mean, they have to be flipping out in the royal family. I mean, because that was, 
that was everything Diana, like, I think wanted to do, but didn't have the strength of a Harry. And I saw somebody tweet something about Harry is the husband Diana should have had because he stood by her side. And I I thought it was amazing. I I loved it. I love my Lady O. Lady Oprah can do no wrong. And I thought they were great. I mean, of course, you're not going to like every moment of it. And those are my concerns. I hope Harry and William stay close as brothers because you need that bond. Um, Megan, I think, I don't know if she was fully transparent about what she was getting into, or maybe she didn't care. Um, and spare us the Little Mermaid shit, okay? However, I loved it. I'm here for them, and I'm pitching my shows to them, because clearly they got you know, they need the cash. So I'm here to help out. Nothing was more relatable than Harry said he got cut off financially from his family. I said if he drops in here that he's got student loan debt, I mean, this man should run for president. I mean, how much more relatable can you be than that? You've, you've hit all the generations. All right, you guys, thank you for watching and listening to The Sarah Fraser Show. If you are watching, subscribe to my YouTube channel right here. Hit the subscription, turn on your notifications. I'll have a brand new podcast for you tomorrow. Bye, everybody! Bye.